0: The most recent 2019 study, the competition conundrum by the Colorado Health Institute, it indicates the highest health care premiums in the state are in rural and western counties. The baseline for the study was the insurance premium for a 40-year-old man on the Connect for Health Colorado Insurance Exchange. In Delta, Montrose, and Garfield counties, that man will be paying $705 a month While in Denver metro counties, his premium would be $414 a month. Now that is a contrast. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. One key problem cited in the study was the lack of competition among the hospitals and insurers. Rectifying a key element of this could drastically lower rural health care costs. And it would be done by increasing competition on the insurance market. This is because the smaller population of rural areas don't allow hospitals to spread costs as effectively across numerous patients as in rural areas. At this same time, Colorado is not the only state looking at how to reduce rural health care costs. Another is Tennessee. Their work may be developing solutions that can be shared with Colorado's rural communities as well. Leading some of the research for the University of Tennessee Extension, we touch base with Consumer Economic Specialist Assistant Professor Chris Sneed
1: is the rise of health care costs in rural areas, and you're working on that in Tennessee. Is there a big difference between health care costs in urban areas and in rural?
2: I think, you know, there is a difference. When we talk about health care costs, we talk very broadly about health care costs. So we're talking about, of course, deductibles, copays, the cost of care itself. But the other component that we're looking at are what we sometimes call these hidden costs. For example, transportation Uh, costs to get to and from a health care appointment or it could be costs for taking care of your children while you're at the health care appointment or costs of food or costs of additional medicines so in rural areas transportation is very much an issue uh, especially because a lot of our health care or specialized care tends to be clustered in our urban areas in rural areas so uh... yes i think there is a difference there
1: you mentioned transportation Because they have so much so far to go. It's great to have a 100-acre farm, but when you have to get out of it to get to a doctor, it's going to take a while.
2: Right, exactly. That is the truth. And especially for many low-income rural Tennesseans, transportation is a very big issue. Um, So that's the purpose of our project is really to focus on rural older adults. Uh, And, you know, most folks think, oh, they're covered by Medicare, Medicaid, supplemental insurance, they're good to go. Uh, But we actually know that they still incur burden financial burden and other costs uh, for health care
1: aren't there some things maybe transportation may not be w- one of them that Medicare doesn't co- doesn't cover for you to for rural people to get there
2: exactly absolutely and so those are part of the cost conversations that we're wanting patients to have the whole idea behind our program is empowering patients to feel like they can take charge of their health care and have a conversation with their doctor, with their nurse practitioner, whoever their provider is, uh, to basically talk about the cost of their care. And are there other options that are just as good and still give the quality of care but cost less? Um, And, of course, we're also working with providers as well as part of this. We've partnered with East Tennessee State University, and they provide the continuing education credentials uh, for our healthcare providers and for our nurses as well. So they will get credit for taking an online course that we're developing. So we're really looking at both sides of the equation. We're empowering the patients to have those cost conversations. And we're also letting the providers know these cost conversations are important.
1: How many uh, rural agriculture professionals... They always call them farmers or something. Does does this uh, I mean have been a part of your program so far? How many have been there, and how long have they been participating?
2: All right, that's a great question. So we, of course, started this project in 2020, and you know then the world fell apart. Uh, so we are we are, have gained steam now uh, and are taking off. We started out with some formative research, just doing focus groups with rural older adults. We did five focus groups across the state. And then based on that, we developed our educational materials. So right now we are pilot testing those materials in five counties. So our reach is not huge at this point, but we know after this five-county Uh, focus uh, pilot test, excuse me, then we're going to roll it out to, I think, 60 counties across the state. So we expect our reach to increase by the end of this year once we go to full implementation.
1: Now it's funded by or partially funded by the Department of Agriculture, so are yes. they looking at maybe extending it beyond uh, your area there?
2: Well, it's funded by uh, USDA, by their rural health and safety uh, education grants. Uh, we actually are looking at uh, expanding beyond Tennessee. Um, you know, once we're finished with. The pilot, once we're finished with the launch there in Tennessee, we're really looking at wanting to partner with other folks in other states. Uh, that's the great thing about being at the on-aging is We've gotten to talk to a lot of people about the possibility of seeing how this would work in other states as well.
1: Now, Colorado has, uh, it's 80% rural, Wow. period. Wow. And so this is probably something that those people in, in the areas of Burlington and, Ag- and Akron and those places would probably be really interested in, especially where uh, health care access is limited.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think all states... Uh, could benefit from a program like this. Uh, we know that cost conversations work. We know that they're effective when patients and providers talk and when they have discussions about the cost of health care. Uh, it's really just encouraging them and motivating them to have those discussions.
1: Are you finding that rural people may have some maladies or challenges that they have to deal with more than urban ones do that may be driving their cost higher because a lot of times they're out there in the fields they're exposing themselves to pesticides and chemicals and and stuff like that have you found there may be one or two things that may be uh higher challenges for them that cost more for them to take care of
2: Mm, that's a great question i haven't thought about that um I don't think that we have seen that in this particular study. Uh, Of course, we know in general, um, you know, I love Tennesseans, I've been a lifelong Tennessean myself, but uh, we don't have the best diets uh, in the world in Tennessee and in part of the uh, rural South. So we do know that those diet-related factors come up when we talk about health care costs. Many times we have folks who are dealing with uh, diet-related diseases uh, in our state and especially in our rural areas.
1: Now, you're talking more general as managing health care costs. But in working with uh, some of the rural people there, they probably want to talk specifically, this is what's happening to me, and these are the costs I really am incurring. What can you do about that? Are
2: you running into a lot of that? That's a great question. When we were training our extension educators to implement this program, one of them, you could tell she was really worried, and she said, I don't know all these insurance plans. How am I going to, to have this, teach this class? And um, One of the things that we encouraged her was the part that we want is just to encourage patients to have the conversation with their providers, to go back and talk with them. Many times what we find is some of the best folks to answer those questions may not be the providers themselves in the office. It may be the business manager. It may be somebody at the front desk. Um, And so we encourage our patients to have those conversations and then to follow through with where they need to go and get that information, whether it's at the health care provider themselves for those details or do they need to contact their plan or their insurance plan and go through with that route.
1: If somebody in Colorado is interested in what you've been talking about, how do they contact you? Is there a website address where they can go to to find out more about what you're working on?
2: Uh, if they are interested, uh, they can uh, just Google University of Tennessee Extension and they can see all of the programs that we offer. And of course, they can reach out to me directly um, and at my email address, which is csneed at utk.edu. You mentioned that there
1: is some type of educational training or classes for nursing or mm-hmm. something like that. Now, Colorado State University has Extension mm-hmm. in Colorado. Uh, is that something maybe they need to take a look at and maybe touching base with you to, to provide stronger nursing care in rural areas?
2: Well, we would love to have them uh, talk to us and join our discussion. Uh, you bring up nursing, and it, I would be remiss if I didn't say, but the College of Nursing at the University of Tennessee is one of our partners on this program. And we found it so valuable to have that partnership with our College of Nursing uh, because they're training the healthcare professionals that are going to be out serving Tennessee and across the United States and world.
1: This is probably something you didn't touch, touch upon at all, but because of the cost of housing in urban areas, a lot of people are leaving these urban areas for smaller rural com- communities. Is this an area on health care costs they have to keep in mind where they're going to move from an urban center to a more smaller town?
2: I definitely think, you know, they need to think about what will the access of care be like? How can they continue care uh, with providers if they're coming from an urban area? Do they want to continue that care in the rural uh, area, you know, commuting to the urban area for the provider, uh, for the care? Or is the provider going to come to them uh, through some sort of arrangement with a local health care provider? I definitely think those are issues they need to think about.
1: In the long term, your program are you looking to really have an impact on the cost of health care for people who live in rural areas there and have maybe healthcare providers take a look at this when they're rolling out programs.
2: You know, I think that would be a wonderful uh, outcome of this project. For us, though, we are really just trying to move the needle on getting providers and patients to talk. Uh, We see that that is the the first step in this conversation. Um, But definitely, I I would love for that to be uh, an outcome of this program
1: you said that several times, that you just want them to talk. Are you finding that rural people are either they think, I don't know enough about it to talk about it, or uh, the only time they really want to talk is when they get the invoice?
2: You know, I think um, we all, uh, urban, rural, educated, you know, whatever. Everybody across the board, I think, um, gets a little scared when they go to the doctor, you know? Uh, yeah. I know I do. Uh, and we maybe think that, well, we don't know as much as this person. Or maybe I don't want to ask these questions because they're going to think I'm I'm dumb or stupid or, you know, something like that. Um, so, yeah, I think we all can benefit from just reminding ourselves of the importance to take charge of our own health care uh, and to really Take the time to have those conversations with our healthcare providers. Research has shown it takes sometimes less than a minute to bring up the topic and start the conversation. Yeah, less okay. than a minute. Yeah. Less than a minute. Less than a minute.
1: But less you got to have the courage to do the minute, though, right?
2: Have the courage to bring up the questions. Yeah. And it's also interesting as we were putting this program together, providers want to have cost conversations and patients want to have cost conversations, the research tells us. Patients are waiting for the providers to start the conversation. Providers are waiting for the patient. <laughs> so basically, they're in a room together. They both want to talk, uh, but nobody's initiating the conversation first. Really? Yeah. It's, it was. No. Yes, it yeah. was very, very interesting uh, to see that. It
1: almost seems as if, like I said before, they'll start the conversation if the bill is high enough. (laughs) But if it's not, it's like, uh, well, if I talk about that, that means I have to talk about what's going on with me health-wise, and they may be avoiding it.
2: Exactly. Well, you know, um, when you get the bill is probably not the best time to have the conversation. Having it before the fact is really when you can make an impact uh, and really make some positive choices about the care that you receive and following through with that care.
1: One final thing. Have you, in doing the program, what one or two things that you may have discovered along the way that you didn't expect? Usually you have an anticipation of what you want your program to do and what you may find. And then all of a sudden something pops up that you don't expect and say, what? I didn't know they were dealing with that.
2: Well, one of these, it was really interesting. We had put together what we thought was a really great health care provider training online and you know, we were pretty proud of ourselves, and we went out and pilot tested it and Boy, the healthcare providers didn't like it at all uh, they They told us it was there was too much reading, too much reading, and it was too long so that was one of the things where we had to say all right we're, we're glad we pilot tested this and um, actually had to back up and put things they wanted information in small chunks in video format and so that was that was one of the very interesting uh, uh kind of Moments where you had to be a little humble after you would put together this product that you thought was just the best thing in the world.
1: So the final word you would have for rural Coloradans is to take their health care into their own hands, be responsible for it, and talk about the cost and how that service is being delivered.
2: Exactly. It's your health care. So taking charge of your health care and having those conversations is the best thing you can do.
0: Our focus on this edition is lowering the cost of health care in Colorado's rural communities. The work at the University of Tennessee Extension might be able to assist us here. Our guest has been Consumer Economic Specialist, Assistant Professor Chris Sneed. Our conversation was done at the recent On Aging 2022 National Conference of the American Association on Aging. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Get your vaccine and booster shots anyway. And we do thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.